Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Invest Smarter Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Castillo, and this is my opportunity to provide you with my best insights into the world of real estate investing, business, and entrepreneurship. So on today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone that, as we all know, real estate has probably created more millionaires than just about any other type of business or investment. The problem with real estate, though, is that there's just so much information out there. It's tough to really know uh, who to trust, who to follow, uh, how to get educated. And because of that, real estate has also created a ton of problems uh, for people who uh, follow the wrong path, uh, get the wrong advice. Um, so there's so much information, there's so much education on the internet, but again, that's precisely the problem. So how can you tell which strategies will produce the best returns what strategies are best for you as an individual investor? Um, and what are the things that should be avoided as, a, as an investor? And that's really what my goal is with this podcast, is to give real estate investors, entrepreneurs, uh, all of the, the tips and insights and secrets uh, that I can that can help you grow your portfolios uh, without having to deal with a lot of uh, investment nightmares. And so that's what this podcast is all about. That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, so welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast. Um, today's episode, we're going to talk about raising capital. And I, I think for, for many of us, uh, raising capital is, is a daunting uh, task, and, and it should be. Uh, raising capital is not easy, and it's definitely something that should be taken uh, you know, quite, quite seriously in terms of the fiduciary duty that you have as as an investor and as a, a capital raiser. So why is, why is raising capital important? And I, I think if you're an investor, if you're a real estate investor, at some point in your career, you're going to have to raise capital. Now there's a couple of ways that, that you can raise capital. The most common way um, is, is as, an, as an investor, you, you purchase a property, say it's a simple uh, single family uh, investment property. So you're putting 20% down, again, for the sake of simplicity, uh, let's say it's a $200,000 property. So you're putting $40,000 uh, $40, down. That money's coming out of your bank account. So the remaining $160,000 is coming from a mortgage loan. Now, that is a way to raise capital. It's raising debt capital, but it is a way to raise capital, most common way uh, in real estate and something that most of us are familiar with because we've, uh, we have a mortgage loan or we've had a mortgage loan at some point. But that is a, 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 in its most simplistic form, that is a way of raising capital. So if you have the resources to get a mortgage, if you have a down payment, the credit score, the finances in order, you can raise capital using debt and using a mortgage uh, loan product. Now, the, the second type and the one that I want to spend more time talking about is going to be where you actually raise capital through uh, private investors. And again, as a real estate investor, I think if you are investing in real estate long enough, at some point, 
you will come into a situation where you're going to need to raise private capital. And that's really the, the, the challenge. Um, so a mortgage loan, you know, you can, you can go to a mortgage broker and they will assist you, walk you through the process, but raising capital by yourself from private investors is a whole other uh, animal altogether. Now, I would, I would say if you're an investor and you're looking to raise capital for the first time, um, start with your friends and family. That's probably going to be the easiest route. And even then, it won't be that easy. But that gives you at least a, a way to tap into an audience that will be receptive to, to what you're doing. Maybe they know a little bit about you. They know, uh, they know you, they like you, and they trust you. Um, three of the things that are going to be uh, very key and essential if you're going to raise capital. So if you tap into your friends and family, uh, hopefully the, these are people that know you, they like you, and they trust you. So the likelihood of them saying yes is higher than if you just start approaching um, strangers that, that don't have any idea who you are. Uh, the tough side, on the tough side, when you're raising from friends and family, uh, you have to be extra, extra careful with, with, uh, with that capital. You don't want to strain relationships, you know, with, with investments that maybe don't go as planned. That's always something that you have to really carefully uh, balance. But I think given that 2023 was such a difficult year uh, to raise capital, there was, there was so much fear, uh, confusion in the marketplace, fears about recessions, rising interest rates were, were causing volatility in the financial markets. And all the news just seemed to be negative. Um, and, and when people are confused um, or they're fearful, what they will do is they will sit on their capital and not do anything, which you know, we can all argue is probably the worst thing to do. But that's the natural reaction that people have uh, during those particular times of uh, stress in the marketplace. Now, the other thing that we saw in 2023 that, that made it hard to raise capital was that there was no reinvestment, meaning that um, existing deals weren't being sold. You know, the 2023, the, the market climate was just not one where you wanted to um, sell a property. You hopefully you didn't need to sell a property. Um, so there wasn't a whole lot of reinvestment of capital. People didn't have, people weren't getting their capital back from other investments and, um, and able to reinvest into new investments. So that was another missing piece in 2023 that added to the difficulties in raising capital. Now, even if you're investing passively in syndications um, or you're investing in the actual hard asset of a, of a property, you know, real estate is illiquid. So uh, it's, it's not like you can just pull out and, and go from one deal to the next. So again, those are the factors that I think led to 2023 being a very difficult year to raise capital. And again, uh, going back to my point, the best way, the easiest way to get started is to tap into your friends and family. What happens when you've tapped out of, of friends and family? Then you really need to then focus on um, getting yourself out there as a, as a real estate investor, becoming known uh, so that people can start to know who you are um, when they start following you, uh, whether it be on social media or if it's through networking events. Um, they get to know you, uh, they uh, will start to, to develop a relationship, uh, and then you can start to build that trust. These things take time, so it's not, it's not something that you can do quickly. You, you really need to focus 
uh, once you've tapped out of, on friends and family and you need more capital, you want to continue to scale, that's when you have, that's when you have to focus on the processes uh, to put in place uh, in terms of marketing and getting yourself and your name and your brand out into the public so that people can understand, get to know you, get to trust you, uh, and get to like you. Now, as, a, as, a, as someone who's raising capital and you're talking to people, you'll have to have an understanding, again, what are their, uh, what are your investors' goals? So are they, are they growth investors? Are they income investors, cash flow investors? What does their existing portfolio look like in terms of allocations to uh, other financial instruments, you know, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, you know, whatever the case is? I'm not saying that you, you have to become a, a financial planner, but you have to have a basic understanding uh, because what you're trying to do is you're trying to set up a relationship, a long-term relationship with these investors. And you want them to be, uh, you want them to be suitable for you and the types of deals that you're coming across. So if you are a multifamily syndicator and your deals are five to seven years long and they're value add, so they, they have the potential for, for, for great returns, but they have to understand that there's more risk involved, then you know that could be appropriate for a lot of people. But if someone is already retired and they're, they're just looking to uh, live off of income and they don't wanna add any of their principal at risk, you know, real estate may not be the right vehicle for them in, in any form, but you have to have a basic understanding of your, of your investors. Take some time to do that. To what, what are the ways that you can find investors? And uh, it can be any number of ways. For most people, uh, it starts at social media. And there's no one social media channel that I can say is, is the way to go. Everyone that I know has a different niche some people are very good on LinkedIn. Some people are very good on Instagram. Uh, some people run Facebook ads and have a lot of success with it. Um, and others use uh, Twitter or, or X as it's called now. So I, I would say that you as an individual need to find out which platform works best for you. Um, where is your audience at? Where, where are they located on social media? And then focus on social media. And the key there is gonna be consistency. Because I can tell you from experience, you can post every day uh, and, and you may not always get the engagement that you think you want to get. Maybe you're not getting a, a bunch of likes or maybe you're not getting a bunch of comments, but people are seeing that. And so consistency is key. And if you're out there consistently, people will notice. And I, you know, I can tell you from my own experience, I have people that I talk to all the time that are like, hey, I saw that post that you, uh, that you put up on on." Uh, Instagram or whatever uh, social media channel, and and I'll think you know I didn't I didn't think that post was seen very much, but people are out there looking, and some people may not always like your posts, um, you know, with a thumbs up, they may not always comment, um, but people are uh, noticing and uh, they're stopping, they're scrolling, and they're seeing what you're doing, and over time. Again, you're building that relationship with them, even if it's through social media, they're getting to know more about you. They're getting uh, to know that you are a thought leader and expert in real estate, and that builds uh, the trust factor. So social media is one way. Uh, and again, consistency there would be the key. Um, secondly, um, you know, in-person networking events, real estate meetups, conferences, those are always great ways to get out and, and meet people 
And um, again, get in front of people that getting in front of people, I think is, is probably the fastest way uh, again to, to meet investors and to, and to start the whole process of them knowing you, liking you and trusting you. So, you know, meetups are often, uh, you can find meetups in your local uh, network uh, that are free uh, to attend and often have, you know, tons of people that are there looking to get educated about real estate, uh, have capital to invest and are looking for the best ways uh, to invest their capital. So uh, another, another great way uh, is, is to network, get your name out there, uh, make sure you have uh, business cards, digital business cards, uh, whatever the case is, um, and you're ready to get out and, and talk to people. You know, podcasts like this one is a, are another great way. I'm always looking for people who want to come on the podcast and talk about their real estate journeys. Um, so you don't necessarily have to host a podcast, but it's a, it's a great idea to appear on podcasts. So that's another great way to get out there and get your story told and build credibility. And again, everything that you're doing is always going to be geared towards getting people to know you, like you, and trust you as an investor. So uh, podcasts are a great medium for that because they will see you as a, uh, again, as a thought leader, as an expert in your field. Um, they will follow you. They will listen to your journey. They will associate with you. Um, and then hopefully you can point them to the next thing on my list, and that is your, your website. So as you grow, as you scale, as, you, uh, as your need to raise more capital expands, you will have to have some sort of a website that people can uh, land on um, that says a little bit more about you uh, and hopefully has some sort of uh, resource that people can, uh, education resource that people can download. Um, so you're providing them with the value of a resource, uh, educational resource, in turn, they're providing you with their email. And that is the whole key there because then you are building up your email list so that when you have a need to raise capital, you will have a list of, you know, over time, you'll have a list of, you know, a few hundred names that you will send out an email saying, I've got an opportunity. We've been talking, you've been listening to me, you know, talk about these opportunities. I have one now, it's available. Uh, come talk to me and, and, uh, and see what, See if this is appropriate for you. So fantastic way to, to, to build that email list and to uh, build that investor base so that when you have a need to raise capital, you have, a, you have a solid community of investors that you can go to to raise that capital from. So those are some, some, some of the most simple ways to raise capital. Again, there's, there's debt capital. As, as, a, as a beginning investor, you can raise capital uh, just by uh, taking out a mortgage loan. But when you are scaling and you have additional needs to raise capital, then you have to start tapping into your friends and family as your immediate network. But then as you continue to get, gain experience, uh, your deals get bigger, you have bigger needs for, for, for additional capital, you have to get yourself uh, out there uh, meeting people through social media, networking, uh, building your website, building your email list, uh, providing value and resources in exchange for people uh, giving you their email. So those are the ways that, you know, as you're, as you're building out your, your capital raising processes, as you're building out your capital raising strategy, that's where you can get started. 
Now, I'll, in the future, I'll be going into more detail about raising capital and, and each of these steps. But just as a general outline, that's, that's kind of where it's at in terms of getting started, raising capital, at what levels, and what are the things that you can be doing uh, to get started. But it doesn't end when someone gives you uh, a check or wires money uh, into your deal. In fact, that's only the beginning. So uh, one of the things I'll say is that you have to understand the responsibility that you're taking on by raising capital. So when someone trusts you enough to, to invest their hard-earned capital with you, that's, that's, a, that's a huge responsibility. And you as the uh, capital raiser will then be required to provide them with a great investment experience. Now, what that means to you is, you know, that can mean something different to everyone. But for me personally, you want to make sure that you're communicating with your investors regularly at, at a minimum monthly, and ideally even, even more often than that. Um, not only about the status of their investments, but, but continue to um, educate them on what's happening in the market, what you're seeing in the market. What other opportunities are you coming across? Uh, it's up to you to, to, to determine what that cadence is, but you need to make sure that you're providing your investors with a great investment experience because you're building a long-term relationship. If you're, if you're a syndicator, these relationships can last up to five, seven years, and that's a long time. You don't want to have disgruntled investors because they're not hearing from you. They don't know what's happening with their investment. You want to stay on top of that. You want to provide a, a great investment experience so that when that, that investment does liquidate and you do return your capital and their profits, then um, they have a great reason to reinvest you know, back with you because um, they've gotten to know you, they've gotten to like you, and they've gotten to trust you. So that's going to do it for today, my primer on, on raising capital. Um, as always, if you have questions, uh, you can send them directly to me. My email is simon at sastexascapital.com. That's also our website, sastexascapital.com. I do have uh, free educational resources that you can download uh, on real estate investing. And in exchange for your email, you will be put onto our, our email list so that you will get additional educational uh, insight, as well as opportunities to invest alongside with us and partner with us on opportunities. So if you want to get started doing that, sastexascapital.com is the best place to go. Uh, download one of those free resources, sign up for our newsletter, and uh, get put onto our email list. Hopefully you found value today uh, in, in this episode of the InvestMarter podcast. If you did, please leave us a five-star rating and a review. Uh, just continues to go a long way into helping the show grow. Uh, I believe we're now well over 250,000 downloads since, since we first started just over a year ago. So we are so happy to uh, for you, the listeners, um, continue to keep spreading the word. If you know anyone that has uh, uh, interest in investing in real estate would benefit from listening to this, please share this episode with them. Um, and as always, thanks again for listening. We will talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, 
head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.